Welcome to Nations of the World podcast series, where we explore a different nation of the world in each episode. Our aim is to bring you, the listener, on an audio journey to discover interesting facts that make each country unique. Welcome to China. This country is full of iconic features. The Great Wall, Pandas, Mahjong, Karaoke, Peking Man, Hong Kong, Sharpays, Dragons, and Dynasties. It's also the birthplace of paper, the compass, fireworks, gunpowder, printing, the seismoscope, the kite, tea, and much more. In this episode, you'll learn how this country functions with the largest population in the world. Segment 1. Bare Bones Location East Asia Official Name People's Republic of China Nationality Chinese Capital Beijing Total Area 9,596,960 square miles or 24,865,012 square kilometers making it slightly smaller than the United States. Population, 1,453,443,412. Official language, Standard Chinese or Mandarin. The country is officially atheist. Currency, Ren Minbi, with the principal unit being called Yuan. Form of government, Communist Party-led state. Flag. It is red with a large yellow five-pointed star and four smaller yellow five-pointed stars, arranged in a vertical arc toward the middle of the flag in the upper hoist side corner. Red represents revolution, while the stars symbolize the four social classes, the working class, the peasantry, the urban petty bourgeoisie, and the national bourgeoisie, or capitalists, united under the Communist Party of China. National Symbols, Dragon and Giant Panda Segment 2, Heart of the Nation Geography and Climate China is bordered by 14 countries, making it the country with the most bordering neighbors. Its central northern border is Mongolia and a tiny border of 46 kilometers with Russia. It shares another border with Russia in the northeast and with North Korea. To the south are Myanmar, Laos, and Vietnam. To the west are India, Pakistan, Bhutan, and Nepal. To the northwest are Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan, and Afghanistan. It has the East China Sea, South China Sea, Korea Bay, and the Yellow Sea bordering its east and south. It has 14,500 kilometers, about 9,000 miles, of coastline. It has some maritime claims, including a territorial sea, a contiguous zone, an exclusive economic zone, and a continental shelf. There are about 2,800 lakes, of which half are salt water. The two largest freshwater lakes are Dong Ting Hu and Poyang Hu. Two of the larger saltwater lakes are Shinghai Hu and Nam Ko. From the higher elevations in the west, about 5,000 rivers drain the country. 
The two longest rivers are the Yangtze and the Yellow. The Yellow River has flooded 1,500 times in the last 2,000 years. This is mainly due to a large-scale inland deforestation. Its name comes from the discoloration of the water as it transports large amounts of soil or loess to the sea. There are more than 100,000 kilometers or 62,000 miles of dikes to prevent the river from constantly overflowing. The climate is extremely diverse, being tropical in the south to subarctic in the north. The northeast has hot and dry summers and bitterly cold, harsh winters. Temperatures can reach as low as minus 20 degrees Celsius or minus 4 degrees Fahrenheit. The north and central region has almost continuous rainfall, with temperatures in the summer reaching 26 degrees Celsius or 79 degrees Fahrenheit, and cool winters with temperatures reaching 0 degrees Celsius or 32 degrees Fahrenheit. The southeast region has substantial rainfall and can be humid with semi-tropical summers. Temperatures have been known to reach over 40 degrees Celsius or 104 degrees Fahrenheit, although this is highly unusual. But during summer, temperatures over 30 degrees Celsius or 86 Fahrenheit are the norm. Winters are mild with lows of around 10 degrees Celsius or 50 Fahrenheit in January and February. It is mostly mountains, high plateaus, and deserts in the west, and plains, deltas, and hills in the east and central regions. There are many notable high mountain ranges, including the Himalayas, the Altai, Tian Shan, and the Kunlun Mountains. The highest elevation is Mount Everest at 8,849 meters, or 29,025 feet. This is the highest peak in Asia and the highest point on Earth. The lowest elevation is Turpan Pendi, or the Turfan Depression, at minus 154 meters, or minus 508 feet. The Gobi Desert runs west to east along the border with Mongolia. This is sand desert, low mountain foothills, and plateaus. Prolonged drought in this area results in debilitating dust storms, and have caused the loss of a million acres to desertification. There are more than 3,000 islands which lie off the coast of China. Hong Kong is a special administrative region and includes more than 200 islands. In 1843, it became an English crown colony. In 1898, it was agreed upon that Hong Kong would stay with the English for 99 years. The English and the Chinese governments signed the Joint Declaration in 1984, stating that from July 1, 1997, China would regain control of Hong Kong, with Hong Kong exercising self-government as a special administrative region. In 1997, the Chinese government guaranteed economic, social, and legal autonomy for all of Hong Kong for 50 years. Macau is a peninsula just 4 kilometers, about 2.5 miles long, connected to mainland China. It was discovered by the Portuguese explorer Jorge Alvarez and was later founded as a colony of Portugal in 1557. Since 1976, Macau had self-government under Portuguese sovereignty. Since December 1999, Macau officially belongs to the People's Republic of China 
with it retaining a separate status with political autonomy until 2049. There is still a significant population of Portuguese in Macau. Taiwan was known in the past as Ilha Formosa, or Beautiful Island. It's an island state 160 kilometers, about 100 miles, southeast of China. This island was under Chinese control in the 17th century, but was given to Japan after the First Sino-Japanese War. In 1945, the island was taken back by China after World War II. However, a civil war broke out on the mainland China between national government forces and the Communist Party, with the Communists taking control of Beijing. Those of the Nationalist Party fled to Taiwan, where they ruled there for the next several decades, and called their government the Republic of China. Taiwan argues that they were never part of the modern China state, which was formed after the revolution in 1911, or the People's Republic of China that was established under Mao in 1949. The same political party continues to rule over Taiwan. China views Taiwan as a rebellious province within the PRC, or the People's Republic of China. Only 13 countries recognize Taiwan as a sovereign nation. Tibet is a very mountainous area in western China, with about half of the population Tibetan. The area has had a history of on-and-off subjection to China, beginning in 1280. In 1904, the British invaded Tibet, and in 1913-14, a conference in China determined that Tibet would become an autonomous state under Chinese sovereignty. Before China's claim to Tibet, the region was a theocracy whereby the Dalai Lama was the head of state. In the late 1950s, massive uprisings occurred in the Tibetan capital of Lhasa. In 1959, the Tibetan spiritual and political leader, the Dalai Lama, and most of his ministers fled to northwestern India where he formed an exile government and from there began traveling the world for the Tibetan cause. Another 80,000 Tibetans followed. In 1965, China declared Tibet to be an autonomous region of China. Thus, Tibet was subject to the Cultural Revolution, whereby many temples and monasteries were destroyed. At the end of 1987, a major uprising of the Tibetan people was crushed by the Chinese army. Tibetan repression remains an ongoing issue. There were two political debates regarding Tibet sovereignty. The first is that Tibet should separate themselves from China and become a new sovereign state, since it was independent prior to the PRC takeover in 1959. The second debate is that Tibet has been part of China since the Mongol-led Yuan dynasty, which was before the PRC takeover in 1959. Natural Hazards There are frequent typhoons, about five per year along the southern and eastern coasts. Damaging floods, tsunamis, earthquakes, droughts, and land subsistence. China contains some historically active volcanoes, including Chiang Bai-shan, Hainan Dao, and Kunlun, although most have been relatively inactive in recent centuries. Environment Air pollution, greenhouse gases and sulfur dioxide particulates, from reliance on coal produces acid rain. China is the world's largest single emitter of carbon dioxide from the burning of fossil fuels. 
There are water shortages, particularly in the north, and water pollution from untreated wastes. There's coastal destruction due to land reclamation, industrial development, and aquaculture. There is trade in endangered species. Other issues are deforestation, habitat destruction, and poor land management, leading to soil erosion, landslides, floods, droughts, dust storms, and desertification. Typhoons and monsoons happen in the rainy season from April to October, usually along the southern and eastern coasts. Flooding is common, particularly in areas bordering the Yangtze River. This can result in landslides. China is an active seismic zone and is prone to earthquakes. Avalanches do occur in the mountainous regions. China is among the 12 megadiverse countries in the world. Forest covers about 20.36% of the total land area, while the stock volume of forest plantations may be the largest in the world. It is one of the eight centers of origin for crops, with nearly 10,000 species of crops. It is rich in wetlands and grasslands, and has many plant resources with economic and medicinal values. China is ranked 160 out of 180 nations, with an overall Environmental Performance Index score of 28.4. Vegetation Extensive cultivation of the land has led to almost complete destruction of many forests. They're now only found in the high mountains. The forests contain about 2,000 tree species. In the tropical areas, there are coconut palms and banana trees. In the temperate areas are deciduous forests, and in the cold areas are coniferous forests. Southeast China is rich in bamboo and has many conifers of the laurel and tea families, as well as oaks and magnolias. Eastern China has monsoon forests. These are closed forests in that they make a canopy of tangled branches, leaves, and vines that shade the forest floor, and they receive water from the top of the trees during the monsoon season. In central China, there are maples, cherry dogwoods, horse chestnuts, and conifers. Here is where the living fossil, Metasequoia, is, a fast-growing redwood tree. Another living fossil, the ginkgo biloba, which is now almost exclusively found in China, has leaves instead of needles, and the oldest one is about 3,000 years. In the north are found maple, birch, alder, oak, walnut, and horse chestnuts. The southwestern high mountains are among the richest flora in the world, with pine and deciduous forests, evergreens, laurel oaks, rhododendron, and high-spreading grasslands. There are also tropical forests in the southwest with fruits such as kiwis, bananas, and papayas. Only 10% of the country is suitable for agriculture. Wildlife China is home to 562 mammal species. Some of the country's endemic species are the giant panda, the Yangtze finless porpoise, the complex-toothed squirrel, the Chinese jumping mouse, the short-faced mole, Wang's forest hedgehog, the Chinese mountain cat, the Asian elephant, dugong, clouded leopard, and the giant snub-nosed monkey. Endangered species include the giant panda, the golden monkey, three species of tiger, the Yangtze alligator, and the red-crowned crane. 
macaques, monkeys, are found on Monkey Island on the Nanwan Peninsula of Hainan. Hainan is an island province and the nation's southernmost point. It's known for its tropical climate, beaches, and forested mountain interior. Nanwan Monkey Island is the only tropical island nature reserve for macaques in China or anywhere else. It's surrounded by the sea on three sides, with craggy rocks leading into the ocean in some areas. There's a mild climate and abundant rainfall with many fruit tree varieties, including pineapple, coconut, lychee, and carambola. The plants are evergreen and flowers and fruits can be found all year round. The monkeys on the island are domesticated and they're protected. In the north are the Zhewalski horse, the wild camel, and the Siberian tiger. China is working towards the goal of having the world's largest national park system. In 2021, China designated its first group of national parks that included the Northern China Tiger and Leopard National Park. It's intended to help protect the Siberian tiger, the largest tiger in the world. The country has also banned commercial logging and are launching campaigns to clear traps set by poachers for the protection of the giant cats. There are currently an estimated 600 wild Siberian tigers, with 90% living in Russia and the other 10% in China. The integrated monitoring system in these national parks has become the first real-time monitoring system in the world to achieve large-scale coverage of biodiversity. There's also a swampy nature reserve where rare Japanese cranes and white-necked cranes breed. There are approximately 300 national parks and nature reserves and many provincial and local protected areas. In the deserts, there are mostly rodents and the saiga antelope. In the southwest, there's a tropical region where many animals which are extinct elsewhere in the country are here, such as the Asian elephant, rhinoceros, tigers, pythons, Malayan honey bears, leopards, green peacocks, the hornbill, tree shrews, and gibbons. Giant Panda The Wolong Nature Reserve is very important for the protection of the giant panda. There are about 150 of these animals in the reserve, and over 4,000 species recorded here overall. The Wolong Nature Reserve has other endangered animals, such as snow leopards, golden monkeys, white-lipped deer, red pandas, musk deer, red langur, and many precious plants. There are about 200,000 visitors annually to this reserve. The yak is found in Tibet and is well adapted to high altitudes and bitter cold. Chinese Giant Salamander This is the largest amphibian in the world and is fully aquatic and endemic to the Rocky Mountain streams and lakes in the Yangtze River Basin of central China. Although it's protected under Chinese law, the wild population has declined by more than an estimated 80% since the 1950s. It has a large head, small eyes, and dark, wrinkly skin. Its color is typically dark brown with a mottled or speckled pattern, but it can also be other brown tones, dark red or black. They emit a sticky white skin secretion, which repels predators. 
the average adult weighs 25 to 30 kilograms or 55 to 66 pounds and is 1.15 meters or 3.8 feet in length. The largest documented one was 1.8 meters or 5.9 feet and weighed 59 kilograms or 130 pounds in 2007. The giant salamander is known to vocalize, making barking, whining, hissing, or crying sounds. Some vocalizations bear a striking resemblance to the crying of a young child, and therefore is known in the Chinese language as the infant fish. It feeds on insects, millipedes, horsehair, worms, amphibians, freshwater crabs, shrimp, fish, and water shrews, and cannibalism is also frequent. It has very poor eyesight, so it depends on special sensory nodes that run in a line on the body from head to tail. Very large numbers of these salamanders are being farmed in China, but most of the breeding stock are either wild-caught or first-generation captive bred. Registration showed that 2.6 million of these salamanders were kept in farms in one province alone in 2011. These farmed salamanders are mainly used to supply the food market. They are critically endangered. People The population is made up of 91.1% Han Chinese. The remaining 8.9% include Zhang, Hui, Manchu, Uyghur, Miao, Yi, Tuzia, Tibetan, Mongol, Dong, Buye, Yao, Bai, Korean, Hani, Li, Kazakh, Dai, and others. The country officially recognizes 56 ethnic groups. The official language is Standard Chinese or Mandarin, but there are many other dialects, minor languages, and languages that are official in certain areas. Written Chinese uses characters to express words, ideas, or principles. While there are nearly 50,000 characters, only about 8,000 are in regular use. Where minority ethnic groups are found in large numbers, the areas are often classified as autonomous regions, such as Tibet. In some areas of China, one being the southwest, many ethnic groups reside within the same geographic region. However, they may live in isolation from one another, as each has maintained their own distinct cultural traits and language. The happiness index is 5.59 on a scale of 0 unhappy to 10 happy from 2021. Religion 21.9% practice folk religion. 18.2% are Buddhist, 5.1% Christian, and 1.8% Muslim. There are less than 1% who are Hindu and less than 1% Jewish. 52.1% are unaffiliated. Buddhism is the most widely practiced religion. Two other major factors shaping society are two philosophies, Taoism, also known as Taoism, and Confucianism. Buddhism. The core teaching is the doctrine known as the Four Noble Truths, which states that it's through practicing the Noble Eightfold Path that one may be liberated from the perpetual suffering that underpins all existence. There are different variations or paths of Buddhism, and in China, the most popular variant is Mahayana. 
Mahayana Buddhism emphasizes the bodhisattva ideal of seeking full awakening through attaining perfection, immortality, and knowledge, while endeavoring to assist others on their path towards enlightenment. In Buddhism, there are monks who devote their lives to prayer and meditation. Worship is usually not communal. The only group services are performed at funerals. Another form of Buddhism practiced in China is Vajrayana. Because of its association with Tibet, it's often referred to as Tibetan Buddhism. The central figure is the Dalai Lama, which translates as Ocean of Wisdom. When one Dalai Lama dies, it is believed that he is then reincarnated, and it is the duty of the monks to search out his spirit in a newborn child. Today, the position has political as well as religious significance. The current Dalai Lama lives in exile in India and pursues the cause of Tibetan independence. Confucianism is a philosophy which emphasizes the importance of healthy human interactions. It promotes the idea that everyone should have defined hierarchical roles. An example of this is between ruler and subject, husband and wife, and father and son. It teaches that when this natural inequality is accepted and respected, it becomes easier to maintain harmonious relations between individuals and in turn society. The Chinese sense of duty and societal cohesiveness is encapsulated in the principle of Li, or social cohesiveness. This is seen through interactions that are tiered and require a level of deference and respect from one party. Within the social hierarchy, a person's position, occupation, and level of education are essential to their status. However, age is the overriding factor that determines the level of respect people should show. This is known as filial piety and may entail unconditional obedience to seniors. Confucianism concepts are deeply embedded into the traditional education and teach such things as modesty, obedience, loyalty, and filial piety. Taoism is rooted in the philosophical teachings of La Tzu, a great thinker from China in the 6th century BCE. The concept of Tao is that the cosmic Tao, or the way of the cosmos, is an indeterminate force or principle that latently contains all things and spontaneously generates the universe through its constant rhythmic fluctuations. Humanity will flourish only if its Tao, or way is attuned with the natural order. In the broadest sense, a Taoist attitude toward life can be seen in the accepting and yielding, the joyful and carefree sides of the Chinese character, an attitude that offsets and complements the moral and duty-conscious, austere, and purposeful character ascribed to Confucianism. Taoism is also characterized by a positive, active attitude toward the occult and metaphysical, whereas the agnostic, pragmatic Confucian tradition considers these issues of only marginal importance, although the reality of such issues is, by most Confucians, not denied. Taoism holds that humans and animals should live in balance with the Tao, or universe, and the energy qi, which guides everything in the universe. Taoists believe in spiritual immortality, where the spirit of the body joins the universe after death. 
Taoism has temples, monasteries, and priests who make offerings, meditate, and perform other rituals for their communities. One of the main ideas is the belief in balancing forces, or yin and yang. These ideas represent matching pairs, such as light and dark, hot and cold, action and inaction, which work together toward a universal whole. Buddhist and Taoist temples hold special prayer gatherings to mark the full moon and the new moon. Funerals are traditionally large and elaborate. Chinese mourners dress in white and wrap their heads in white cloths. The 2021 Report on International Religious Freedom for China listed many areas of concern. China is considered an atheist state but recognizes five official religions, Buddhism, Taoism, Islam, Protestantism, and Catholicism. Only religious groups belonging to one of the five state-sanctioned patriotic religious associations representing these religions, are permitted to register with the government and officially permitted to hold worship services, although other groups reported meeting unofficially. Chinese Communist Party CCP members and members of the armed forces are required to be atheists and are forbidden from engaging in religious practices. National law prohibits organizations or individuals from interfering with the state educational system for minors younger than the age of 18, effectively barring them from participating in most religious activities or receiving religious education. Some provinces have additional laws, precluding minors' participation in religious activities. NGOs and media continue to report deaths in custody and that the government tortured physically abused, arrested, disappeared, detained, sentenced to prison, subjected to forced labor and forced indoctrination in CCP ideology, and harassed adherents of both registered and unregistered religious groups for activities related to their religious belief and practices. Those most notably persecuted have been Tibetan Buddhists. Authorities continue to restrict the printing and distribution of the Bible the Koran, and other religious literature, and penalized businesses that copied and published religious materials. The government removed religious apps from app stores and censored religious content from the popular messaging service WeChat. Authorities censored online posts referencing Jesus or the Bible, and there were continued reports that authorities destroyed public displays of religious symbols throughout the country. Christians, Muslims, Tibetan Buddhists, and Falun Gong practitioners reported severe societal discrimination in employment, housing, and business opportunities. International media reported growing anti-Muslim sentiment in society as a result of the government's sinicization campaign, a movement to align religion to Chinese culture. Unauthorized religious activities can lead to imprisonment and other restrictions. The U.S. mission to China has observed an increase in the number of U.S. citizens being interrogated, detained, and or forced to leave the country in connection with real or perceived religious proselytization. U.S. citizens have been detained and or expelled for distributing religious literature, including Bibles, or engaging in unauthorized religious meetings. If you bring religious literature with you, 
Chinese law dictates that it be a reasonable amount for your personal use. If you attempt to bring larger quantities, the literature will likely be confiscated and you may be fined, detained, or deported. History China's civilization dates to at least the 16th century BC, first under the Shang Dynasty to 1046 BC, and then the Zhao Dynasty from 1046 to 221 BC. The imperial era began in 221 BC under the Qin Dynasty and continued with seven more dynasties, ending with the Qing Dynasty in 1911. During this period, China alternated between periods of unity and disunity. The most notable period of change was with the Mongol takeover beginning in 1271 AD, when Kublai Khan, grandson of Genghis Khan, finally succeeded after years of attacks. Kublai Khan ruled over China in a dynasty named Yuan. The Yuan dynasty maintained power until 1368, when the Ming dynasty overthrew the Mongols and established a sophisticated agricultural economy and a strong centralized bureaucracy. The last dynasty, the Qing, was founded by the Manchus in 1644, a group who lived north of the Great Wall in Manchuria, now part of northeastern China. They established the second non-Chinese dynasty. Over time, foreign traders came to the country by sea, bringing opium with them. The Qing dynasty banned opium in 1800, but the foreigners did not heed that decree. In the 19th century, the Qing dynasty suffered heavily from overextension by territorial conquest, insolvency, civil war, imperialism, military defeats, and foreign expropriation of ports and infrastructure. In 1839, the Chinese confiscated 20,000 chests of the drug from the British. The British retaliated, and the Four Opium Wars began. The result was a defeat for China and the establishment of Western settlements at numerous seaports. The foreigners took advantage of the Qing's weakened hold on power and divided the nation into spheres of influence. Another result of the Opium Wars was the loss of Hong Kong to the British. The 1840 Treaty of Nanjing gave the British rights to that city in perpetuity. An 1898 agreement also leased Kowloon and the nearby new territories to the British for 100 years. A group of rebels called the Righteous and Harmonious Fists, or the Boxers, formed to overthrow both the foreigners and the Qing monarchy. The Qing, recognizing their compromised position, united with the Boxers to attack the Western presence in the country. The Boxer Rebellion saw the end of the Qing dynasty, and in 1912, Sun Yat-sen of the Nationalist Party became president of the newly declared Chinese Republic. In reality, power rested in the hands of regional rulers, who often resorted to violence. There was division, warlordism, and continued foreign intervention. On May 4, 1919, a student protest erupted in Beijing in opposition to continued Western influence. The student agitation gained strength in the years between 1915 and the 1920s came to be known as the May 4th Movement, a period that saw a large-scale rejection of Confucianism and a rise in social action, both of which were precursors to the Communist Revolution.
In the late 1920s, a civil war broke out between the Nationalist Party and the Chinese Communist Party. The Sino-Japanese War began in 1931, when Japan, taking advantage of China's weakened and divided state, invaded the country. An attack on the city of Nanjing, the capital at the time, in 1937, resulted in 300,000 deaths and large-scale destruction of the city. Japan did not withdraw its forces until after World War II. The resulting eight years of warfare devastated the country and cost up to 20 million Chinese lives by the time of Japan's defeat in 1945. The Nationalist-Communist Civil War continued with renewed intensity following the end of World War II and culminated with a Chinese Communist Party, CCP, victory in 1949 under the leadership of Mao Zedong. Mao and the CCP established an autocratic socialist system that, while ensuring the People's Republic of China's sovereignty, imposed strict controls over everyday life and launched agricultural, economic, political, and social policies. One such policy was the Great Leap Forward from 1958 to 62, which was a five-year program through which farming was victorious and leader Mao Zedong proclaimed the founding of the People's Republic of China. Another was the so-called 100 Flowers Campaign in the spring of 1956, with the slogan, Let a Hundred Flowers Bloom, Let a Hundred Schools of Thought Contend. The intent was to encourage creative freedom. The next year, it was extended to include freedom of intellectual expression. Many people interpreted this to mean an increased tolerance of political expression, but the government did not agree, and the result was a large-scale purge of intellectuals and critics of the Communist Party. This was part of what became known as the Cultural Revolution. In an attempt to rehabilitate his popularity, Mao initiated an attack on his enemies in the Communist Party. Those attacks extended beyond the government to include intellectuals, teachers, and scientists, many of whom were sent to work camps in the countryside for re-education. Religion was outlawed, and many temples were destroyed. Tens of thousands of young people were enlisted in Mao's Red Guards, who carried out his orders and lived by the words of the Little Red Book of Mao's quotations. The Cultural Revolution lasted 10 years, from 1966 to 76, and cost the lives of millions of people. Mao died in 1976. Beginning in 1978, subsequent leaders Deng Xiaoping, Jiang Zemin, and Hu Jintao focused on market-oriented economic development and opening up the country to foreign trade while maintaining the rule of the CCP. In 1979, the government introduced a one-child policy to try to slow the population growth. In 1986 to 1990, China implemented the open-door policy, allowing equal trade access between several European countries, the United States and Japan. This encouraged the development of a market economy and the private sector. In 1989, stock markets opened in Shanghai and Shenzhen. In 1997, following a 1984 agreement, the British returned Hong Kong and the new territories to Chinese control. The handover occurred at midnight on July 1st, 
Although it had been agreed that Hong Kong would retain the financial and judicial systems installed by the British at least until 2047, an estimated half a million people left the country between 1984 and 1997 in anticipation of the takeover, immigrating to the United States, Canada, and Singapore. Macau, a Portuguese colony, was given back to China in December 1999 under conditions similar to those in the Hong Kong deal, in which the territory would be permitted to retain much of its economic and governmental sovereignty. Taiwan remains another territory in question. The island broke away from the mainland government in 1949 after the relocation there of Chiang Kai-shek and his nationalist allies, who have governed since that time. The nationalists still maintain their mandate to govern the nation as a whole, and many are opposed to reunification, while the communists claim that Taiwan is a province of China. Tibet is a contested region that has gained international attention in its quest for independence. China first gained control of the area during the Yuan dynasty in 1271-1368, and again early in the 18th century. While it was part of China through the Xing dynasty, the government did not attempt to exercise direct control of Tibet again until the communists came to power and invaded the territory in 1950. The Dalai Lama, Tibet's religious and political leader, was forced into exile in 1959. The region became autonomous in 1965, but remains financially dependent on China. The question of its independence is a complex one, and resolution does not appear imminent. By the end of the 1980s, there was a widespread agitation in favor of political reform, an action against the corruption which had become widespread. Protesters began to assemble in April 1989, and at the height of the protests, about one million people assembled in Tiananmen Square. By May, a student-led hunger strike galvanized support around the country for the demonstrators, and the protests spread to some 40 cities. On May 20th, the state council declared martial law to forcibly suppress the protesters, and it mobilized as many as 300,000 troops to Beijing. In the early hours of June 4, 1989, Troops advanced into central parts of Beijing with assault rifles and tanks, which led to the killing of several thousand students and workers, occupying Tiananmen Square and the subsequent shooting of protesters by the army. As the 1990s progressed, those at the top of the Chinese politics were gradually replaced. Since the change, China has been among the world's fastest-growing economies with real gross domestic product averaging over 9% growth annually through 2021, lifting an estimated 800 million people out of poverty and dramatically improving overall living standards. By 2011, the PRC's economy was the second largest in the world. The growth, however, has created considerable social displacement, adversely affected the country's environment, and reduced the country's natural resources. Current leader Xi Jinping has continued these policies, but also has maintained tight political controls. In 2004, China signed a trade agreement with 10 Southeast Asian countries. Over the past decade, China has also increased its global outreach, including military deployments, 
participation in international organizations, and initiating a global connectivity initiative in 2013 called the Belt and Road Initiative, or BRI. While many nations have signed on to BRI agreements to attract PRC investment, others have questioned its lending behavior, weak environment, social, and governance standards, and other practices that undermine local governance and foster corruption associated with some BRI-linked projects. Xi Jinping assumed the positions of General Secretary of the Chinese Communist Party and Chairman of the Central Military Commission in 2012 and President in 2013. In March 2018, the PRC's National People's Congress passed an amendment abolishing presidential term limits opening the door for Xi to seek a third five-year term in 2023. In 2015, China abolished its one-child policy, raising the child limit on families to two children. In 2019, Hong Kong began months of anti-government and pro-democracy protests, involving clashes with police, against a proposal to allow extradition to mainland China. In 2020, the outbreak of COVID-19 began in Hubei province and spread worldwide. Current Political and Humanitarian Issues In the 2021 Country Reports on Human Rights Practices, it reported several areas of concern. There were credible reports that members of the security forces committed serious and pervasive abuses. Genocide and crimes against humanity occurred during the year against predominantly Muslim, Uyghurs, and members of other ethnic and religious minority groups in Xinjiang. Some of the crimes included arbitrary imprisonment, forced sterilization, coerced abortions, and stricter application of birth control policies, rape, torture, forced labor, and restrictions on freedom of religion, expression, and movement. Along with this, there were serious restrictions on free expression and media, including attacks on individuals, site-blocking, inability of citizens to choose their government peacefully through free and fair elections, trafficking in persons, violence targeting national, racial, and ethnic minority groups, severe restrictions on labor rights. Government officials and the security services often committed human rights abuses with impunity. Enforcement of laws on corruption was inconsistent and non-transparent, and corruption was rampant. China claims most of the Indian state Arunachal Pradesh to the base of the Himalayas, but the U.S. recognizes the state of Arunachal Pradesh as Indian territory. Bhutan and China have a territorial dispute. Vietnam and China continue to expand construction of facilities in the Spratly Islands, and in early 2018, China began deploying advanced military systems to disputed Spratly outposts. China occupies some of the Paracel Islands, also claimed by Vietnam and Taiwan. The Japanese-administered Senkaku Islands are also claimed by China and Taiwan. Certain islands in the Yalu and Tumen rivers are in dispute with North Korea. North Korea and China seek to stem illegal migration to China by North Koreans fleeing privation and oppression. China has reconsidered construction of 13 dams on the Salween River, but energy-starved Burma, with backing from Thailand, 
continues to consider building five hydroelectric dams downstream, despite regional and international protests. There are 303,107 Vietnamese refugees and an undetermined amount from North Korea. People who have fled China in 2021 and applied for asylum in other countries amounted to 9,625. In the same year, there were 340 asylum applications into China as refugees of other countries. Human traffickers exploit domestic and foreign victims in China and Chinese people abroad. Chinese men, women, and children are victims of forced labor and sex trafficking in at least 60 countries. Well-organized criminal syndicates and local gangs subject Chinese women and girls to sex trafficking within China. Women and girls from South Asia, Southeast Asia, and several countries in Africa experience forced labor in domestic service, forced concubinism leading to forced childbearing, and sex trafficking via forced and fraudulent marriage to Chinese men. African and Asian men reportedly experience conditions indicative of forced labor aboard Chinese-flagged fishing vessels. China has a Tier 3 rating for trafficking in persons and does not fully meet the minimum standards for elimination of trafficking and is not making significant efforts to do so. The government prosecuted and convicted some traffickers and continued to cooperate with international authorities to address forced and fraudulent marriages in China. However, there was a government policy or pattern of widespread forced labor, including the continued mass arbitrary detention of more than one million Uyghurs, ethnic Kazakhs, ethnic Kyrgyz, and other Muslims in the Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region. Authorities did not report identifying any trafficking victims or referring them to protective services. China is a major source of precursor chemicals, new psychoactive substances, or NPS, and synthetic drugs, including fentanyl precursors and methamphetamine. PRC criminal organizations, transnational crime, and organizations from Mexico and Southeast Asia traffic illicit precursor chemical components and illicit finished drugs within the PRC as well as to international markets. There is significant illicit drug consumption of methamphetamine and ketamine. It is a major destination and transit country for heroin produced in neighboring countries. The PRC remains a major source of NPS sold in North America and Europe. In the Freedom House, Freedom in the World 2022 report, China scored 10 out of 100 and is considered not free in the areas of political rights and civil liberties. Government The People's Republic of China is an authoritarian state in which the Chinese Communist Party is the paramount authority. Communist Party members hold almost all top government and security apparatus positions. Ultimate authority rests with the Communist Party Central Committee's 25-member Political Bureau and its seven-member Standing Committee. Xi Jinping, president since 2013 and re-elected in 2018, continued to hold the three most powerful positions as Party General Secretary, State President, and Chairman of the Central Military Commission in 2022. Executive Branch The President is Chief of State. There is also a Vice President. 
The president and vice president are indirectly elected by the National People's Congress and have no term limits. The head of government is the premier. There are also vice premiers. The premier is nominated by the president and confirmed by the National People's Congress. The cabinet is appointed by the National People's Congress. Legislative branch. It is a unicameral National People's Congress with a maximum of 3,000 seats. The members are indirectly elected by municipal, regional, and provincial People's Congresses and the People's Liberation Army. Members serve five-year terms. To note, only members of the Chinese Communist Party, or CCP, its eight allied independent parties, and CCP-approved independent candidates are elected. Judicial Branch The highest court is the Supreme People's Court, with over 340 judges, including the Chief Justice and 13 Grand Justices. These are organized into a civil committee and tribunals for civil, economic, administrative, complaint and appeal, and communication and transportation cases. The Chief Justice is appointed by the People's National Congress, or NPC, and limited to two consecutive five-year terms. Other justices and judges are nominated by the Chief Justice and appointed by the Standing Committee of the NPC. The term of other justices and judges are determined by the NPC. There are eight nominally independent small parties controlled by the CCP, with the Chinese Communist Party being the political party. The legal system is civil law influenced by Soviet and continental European civil law systems. The legislature retains power to interpret statutes. On May 28, 2020, the National People's Congress adopted the PRC Civil Code, which codifies personal relations and property relations. It is not a member of the International Court of Justice. There are 23 provinces. It considers Taiwan as the 23rd, five autonomous regions, four municipalities, and two special administrative regions, Hong Kong and Macau. Universal suffrage is at 18 years. The seats held by women in national parliaments are 24.9%. The military is composed of People's Liberation Army, or PLA, ground forces, navy, air force, rocket force, and strategic support force. The People's Armed Police includes Coast Guard, Border Defense Force, and Internal Security Forces. There is a PLA Reserve Force. There are approximately 2 million active duty troops, about 1 million on the ground, 250,000 Navy or Marines, 350,000 to 400,000 Air Force, 120,000 Rocket Forces, and 150 to 175,000 Strategic Support Forces, and an estimated 600 to 650,000 People's Armed Police. The PLA is outfitted primarily with a wide mix of older and modern domestically produced systems, heavily influenced by technology derived from other countries. Russia has been the top supplier of foreign military equipment since 2010. China has a large defense industrial sector capable of producing advanced weapons systems across all military domains. There is selective compulsory military service for men aged 18 to 22 with a two-year service obligation. 
women 18 to 19 years of age who are high school graduates and meet requirements for specific military jobs are subject to conscription. Women may also volunteer. All officers are volunteers. The PLA's conscription system functions as a levy. It establishes the number of conscripts needed, which produces quotas for the provinces. Each province provides a set number of soldiers or sailors. If the number of volunteers fails to meet quotas, the local governments may compel individuals to enter military service. There are 425 troops deployed in Mali, 225 in Democratic Republic of the Congo, 420 in Lebanon, 1,050 in South Sudan, and up to 2,000 in Djibouti. There is a separate militia, which is an armed reserve of civilians, which serves as an auxiliary and reserve force for the PLA upon mobilization. These units are organized around towns, villages, urban sub-districts, and enterprises, and vary widely in composition and mission. They have dual civilian military command structures. Citizenship. Citizenship is not granted by birth. At least one parent must be a citizen of China to obtain citizenship by descent. Dual citizenship is not recognized. Regarding naturalization, while it is theoretically possible, in practical terms it is extremely difficult. Residency is required but not specified. Economy. Since the late 1970s, China has moved from a closed, centrally planned system to a more market-oriented one that plays a major global role. China has implemented reforms in a gradualist fashion, resulting in efficiency gains that have contributed to a more than tenfold increase in GDP since 1978. Reforms began with the phase-out of collectivized agriculture and expanded to include the gradual liberalization of prices, fiscal decentralization, increased autonomy for state enterprises, growth of the private sector, development of stock markets and a modern banking system, and opening to foreign trade and investment. From 2013 to 2017, China had one of the fastest-growing economies in the world, averaging slightly more than 7% real growth per year. Measured on a purchasing power parity basis that adjusts for price differences, China in 2017 stood as the largest economy in the world, surpassing the United States in 2014 for the first time in modern history. China became the world's largest exporter in 2010 and the largest trading nation in 2013. Still, China's per capita income is below the world average. China today is the world's second-largest economy behind the United States. Agricultural products include maize, rice, vegetables, wheat, sugarcane, potatoes, cucumbers, tomatoes, watermelons, and sweet potatoes. China is the world's largest rice producer and a major producer of cereals and grain. China is the world's oldest and largest silk producer. Most of the silk originates from the mulberry silkworms. The insects feed on leaves of the mulberry tree during its larval stage. Then, in the pupal stage, it releases a clear fluid of protein, which, when it meets the air, solidifies. The caterpillar weaves this thread of protein fiber around itself, which takes about three to four days. 
When the thread is unraveled, it is in one piece and is about a 300-meter-long thread of silk. National resources include many different elements, such as aluminum, lead, and zinc, rare earth elements, coal, iron ore, helium, petroleum, natural gas, arsenic, hydropower potential, and arable land. China is the world leader in gross value of industrial output. Its industries include mining and ore processing, other metals, coal, machine building, armaments, textiles and apparel, petroleum, cement, chemicals, fertilizer, consumer products, food processing, transportation equipment, telecommunications equipment, commercial space launch vehicles, and satellites. The labor force is 27.7% in agriculture, 28.8% industry, and 43.5% services. The land use is 54.7% for agriculture, 22.3% for forests, and 23% other. China is ranked 158 out of 180 nations, with an overall score of 48 on the 2022 Index of Economic Freedom. Its overall score is below the regional and world averages, and is in the repressed category. Exports Export of goods and services amounts to $3.54 trillion in U.S. dollar value. The top exports are broadcasting equipment, computers, integrated circuits, office machine parts, and other cloth articles. The top export partners are United States, Hong Kong, Japan, Germany, and South Korea. Imports Import of goods and services amount to $3.09 trillion in U.S. dollar value. The top imports are crude petroleum, integrated circuits, iron ore, cars, and soybeans. The top import partners are Japan, South Korea, United States, Germany, and Chinese Taipei. Unemployment rate 5.5% Poverty rate About 10% of the population are expected to be below the $5.50 a day per person poverty line. Urbanism and Architecture China has the largest population in the world. An overwhelming majority of the population is found in the eastern half of the country. The west, with its vast mountainous and desert areas, remains sparsely populated. Though ranked first in the world in total population, overall density is less than that of many other countries in Asia and Europe. High population density is found along the Yangtze and Yellow River valleys, the Xijiang River Delta, and the Sichuan Basin around Chengdu, in and around Beijing, and the industrial area around Shenyang. The urban population is at 64.6%, not including Hong Kong and Macau. Shanghai has the largest concentration of population at 28.5 million, and Beijing at 21.3 million. The overall population density is 150 people per square kilometer. China's people make up about 18.5% of the world's population. Beijing, the capital, is home of the Forbidden City, a UNESCO World Heritage Site, which served as the Imperial Palace of China for 492 years, 
and where 24 different emperors of the Ming and Qing dynasties lived. It has been transformed into the Palace Museum and is the world's largest imperial palace with 9,999 rooms, and there are over 14 million visitors per year. It has some of the largest and best-preserved ancient wooden structures in the world. It took over 14 years to build, with more than 100,000 craftsmen and over 1 million workers. There are beautiful displays of ceramics, artwork, fountains, and thrones. Beijing is home to more than 100 museums, including the National Art Museum of China, which is one of the most acclaimed art institutions in the country. Hong Kong has political and economic autonomy from China and is a major finance and trading center. You can take a tram to the top of Victoria Peak, visit the markets of Kowloon, and explore the theme parks on Lantau Island. Chinese architecture refers to a style of architecture that has taken shape in East Asia over many centuries. Chinese architecture has had a major influence on the architectural styles of Korea, Vietnam, and Japan, and have remained largely unchanged. In historic China, architectural emphasis was laid upon the horizontal axis, in particular, the construction of a heavy platform and a large roof that floats over this base, with the vertical walls not as well emphasized. From the 6th century onwards, stone-based structures became more common, while the earliest are from stone and brick arches found in Han Dynasty tombs. The Zhao Zhao Bridge, built from 595 to 605 AD, is China's oldest extant stone bridge, as well as the world's oldest fully stone open spandrel segmental arch bridge. There were certain architectural features that were reserved solely for buildings built for the emperor of China. One example is the use of yellow roof tiles, yellow having been the imperial color. Yellow roof tiles still adorn most of the buildings within the Forbidden City. Many current Chinese architectural designs follow postmodern and Western styles. Architecture varies with a diverse climate. In the north, where the winter climate is cold, households were built with a kang, used for cooking, sleeping, and other activities. This is a platform two meters or more in length, made of bricks or other forms of fired clay, and more recently of concrete. The interior cavity has a flue system which channels the exhaust, usually from the cooking fire, through the underneath of the platform, providing heat. These are still widely used in nearly 85% of rural homes in northern China. Mongolians, mostly in the northwest region of China, live in a sturdy form of tent called a yurt. A yurt is a portable circular dwelling made of a lattice of flexible poles and covered in felt or other fabric. They're usually about two meters or six feet high, with a slightly domed top rising another meter. In the center sits a wood-burning stove. Yurts are portable and can take from 30 minutes to three hours to set up. They typically house between five and 15 people. In the south, homes are generally made with wood, brick, or woven bamboo. Straw houses built on stilts are common. In the areas of the country where wood is scarce, houses have mostly been made of stone, tamped mud, or sun-dried bricks reinforced with straw. In much of the country, traditional houses are rectangular 
and have courtyards enclosed by high walls. The roofs are sloped, curving upward at the edges. In 2002, the average living space of a home was 23.5 square meters, or 253 square feet. Some new rural homes are about 50 square meters, or 538 square feet, with an average household size from 3 to 6 people. Family and Households It has been the tradition that families spend time together. This value is changing over time. Today, some Chinese believe that love is shown through the provision of money to one's family members. Less focus is being put on personal bonding as parents work harder and for longer to earn more money. More mothers are becoming full-time workers, and fathers are often absent due to work-related commitments. It is common for young children to be raised by their grandparents while their parents work away from home. As such, quality family time is scarce. Chinese families also often aim to build or buy a house, as home ownership represents a higher status. These goals entail saving for many years, making thrift and careful money management top priorities for the average Chinese family. Families and cities tend to live in apartments, often with grandparents. Male members such as fathers and grandfathers are commonly thought of as the core roles in the family. Although it is now more common that both parents work, women are often expected to still care for the children and household chores. There's an appreciation for proper social relations and respected hierarchy. Marriage Couples often meet each other through mutual friends or social gatherings. In modern times, online dating and matchmaking are becoming popular. According to a general health report, the percentage of the population engaging in premarital sex has increased from 40% in 1994 to 71.4% in 2012. More than half of the younger Chinese population no longer consider virginity at marriage a serious matter. However, there is a generational divide around this value. Intimate relations engaged in for the sake of pleasure are still discouraged or forbidden by many educational institutions and parents. Virginity is still sometimes a prerequisite for a Chinese marriage, and a bride's husband and family may ask for proof of it. Marriage is still the expectation for most, since family is considered the most important facet of one's life. It's often seen as a step towards reaching adulthood. Socioeconomic status is considered when choosing a mate. The permitted age for marriage is 22 for men and 20 for women, although there is no penalty for breaching this law. It is encouraged by the government to marry later in life to reduce the population growth, and those who marry before the sanctioned ages are not entitled to the same benefits. Women currently married between the ages of 15 and 49 are 76.3%. In many rural areas, marriage is recognized if a couple holds a ceremony and a banquet. For those underage, Official registration takes place after they meet the age requirement. It is becoming more popular for young people to cohabit before marriage. Many will hide it from their more traditional parents. When a couple decides to marry, they first sign a legal contract at a local government office without ceremony. Afterwards, there is a large reception with both the groom and bride's family and friends. 
There may be more ceremonies depending on the family and their traditions. Child-rearing Children are cared for from a very early age in daycares, often associated with one of the parents' workplaces. Parents do all they can to support their children's growth, and the children are expected to compensate their parents in the future. Families generally have just one child. However, in October of 2015, the Chinese government announced that it would change its rules to allow all couples to have two children, loosening a 1979 mandate that restricted married couples to one child. The new policy was implemented on January 1, 2016, to address China's rapidly aging population and future economic needs. Fathers are banned from delivery wards at the hospital as birth is seen as women's business. Because of this, mothers-in-law step in to provide support. Even postnatal care is provided by the mother-in-law who enforces strict sitting-the-month rules. This is the month following the childbirth where it is tradition for the mother to rest. She is waited on and given time to recover. When a male child turns one month old, the parents throw a first moon party. The boy's head is shaved and the hair is wrapped in a red cloth, which, after a hundred days, is thrown in the river. This is thought to protect the child. Women are usually granted maternity leave that lasts from two months to one year, but rural women tend to go back to work earlier. Once a child reaches 100 days old, a celebration is given. This stems from the past when babies might not survive due to medical complications. Even today, it's not usual for visitors outside the grandparents to visit the baby before the 100 days are up. The celebration is a very extravagant party where guests bring gifts for the baby and red envelopes containing money. Once a baby reaches one year old, it is given the traditional grabbing test. A variety of items are placed in front of the baby, from books to money and many other items. Whatever the baby picks first is thought to be what they will chase after in life. From an early age, children are assigned responsibilities in both the family and the community. In the countryside, this means farm chores. In the city, it is housework or even sweeping the street. School children are responsible for keeping the classroom clean and orderly. Grandparents play an important role in raising children, especially when the mother works outside the home. Parents expect to know when their children are going out and where they're going. There's a general rule for how much time children are to spend in recreational activities. Parents often encourage involvement in their children's school activities. Most teenagers focus heavily on schooling and studying. In their free time, they get together with friends and attend dances, play sports, watch TV, or go to movies. Dating for teens is very rare, and instead they tend to socialize in same-gender groups with their classmates. Most middle schools and high schools have clear rules against romantic relations between students. In contrast to Western societies, high school children are still considered children. The main problems faced by children in China are poverty, child trafficking, lack of education, and discrimination. Approximately 4.2 million children are classified as living in extreme poverty, with an additional 9 million children disadvantaged. Those most affected by poverty live in the rural areas. Although the country has relaxed its one-child policy, 
there have been residual problems. One is that many children, particularly girls, have been abandoned. It is believed infanticide was practiced in some cases when a girl was born. There was also selective abortion based on the baby's sex. Child trafficking amounts to nearly 100,000 women and children in China, with children representing 10% of that number. Most of the victims are from poor and rural areas in the western part of the country. Many are young boys who are sold to the highest bidder, and some are girls who are sold to give parents a second chance at having a boy. Thousands of children leave school each year. One problem is that only Chinese is spoken and taught in the classroom, and there are many minority languages. Many primary schools are under-equipped and understaffed. Almost two-thirds of those who leave school early are girls. Also, only 76% of children with disabilities have access to higher education. Migrant children who follow their parents to urban areas in hopes of finding work often have limited access to education and health care, with 150,000 street children registered in China. Youths who commit crimes have no right to a lawyer and are convicted 99% of the time. When they are held in detention, they're in the same prisons as adults with no separation. Most are sent to rehabilitation, work, and education programs and are forced to work in factories or plants and have no contact with their families. Tibetan children have a huge disadvantage. They're victims of multiple discriminations. About 49% are illiterate. Tibetans are generally nomadic and semi-nomadic, and have no access to hospitals, as they are only in the urban areas. The infant mortality rate here is one of the highest in the world. Many Tibetan children suffer from malnutrition. They also suffer from religious discrimination. The Chinese authorities try to control the Tibetan Buddhist religion. One example was the case of the 11th Panchen Lama, the most important spiritual leader after the Dalai Lama. In 1995, a few days after being recognized as the new reincarnation of the Pancham Lama, the six-year-old boy was kidnapped and imprisoned by the Chinese authorities, who then recognized another child in his place. There has been no trace of the boy who was taken. Etiquette When invited for a meal, it is important to be punctual. When you arrive, introduce yourself, if the host doesn't do so right away, then wait to be directed where to sit. Seating is most important in the mealtime ritual. The guest of honor or the most senior member will be seated first, and no one else can sit until this one has. Older ones begin eating first, and they will say when everyone else can begin. People eat by picking up their bowl with the thumb on the upper inner rim of the bowl and the first, middle, and third finger supporting the bottom. Hold the bowl close to your mouth as you're eating. When taking food for yourself from one of the serving bowls, be sure to take first from the one nearby, as it's rude to reach to the middle or across the table. It's also considered rude to dig through a bowl with your chopsticks, seeking the most treasured food items. The food should be eaten somewhat slowly to be enjoyed and not devoured quickly. Always ask if others want what remains in a serving plate if it is nearly empty before finishing it off. The focus should be on those you are dining with, 
not on external things such as television or phones. Tea is served as soon as you're seated at a restaurant. The server will serve all who are there their first cup. The teapot is then left on the table, and guests can serve themselves when they want more. When someone pours your tea for you, the polite way to show gratitude, and to show that you've had enough, is by tapping on the table with your first two fingers two or three times. Picking up a lot of food at one time with a serving spoon or with chopsticks isn't good manners. Avoid splashing either soup or any other food onto the table. You should always chew with your mouth closed and chew well. This is considered necessary for proper digestion. Chewing should be done quietly. Putting small amounts of food in your mouth shows that you aren't gluttonous. You also shouldn't open your mouth wide or extend your tongue to catch food you are lifting to your mouth. When removing inedible parts of food from your mouth, such as bones, you can use your hand or chopstick to take them and put them on a side plate or on the table, not back in your bowl. Spitting such things out is considered rude. Take care not to talk with your mouth full of food. Speaking during a meal is slight and quiet. Eating a lot of rice without any complimentary items indicates that you don't like the meal. If you want a second serving, it is appropriate to refuse the host's offer once, then accept on the next offer. Leaving a small amount of food on your plate when you are finished means you've had enough. If you finish all of it, you may be served more. Do not stick chopsticks vertically into your food, especially rice, as it brings thoughts of funerals, as sticks of incense are stuck into a pot by the rice that is put onto the ancestor altar. Chopsticks shouldn't be waved around in the air or used to play with, stab, or skewer your food. When using chopsticks, be sure to have a good grip on whatever you are holding, as it is considered bad form to drop food. To avoid dropping food on the table, move your plate close to the serving dish before taking an item. Be sure to use the serving chopsticks or serving spoon that is with the food item, rather than your personal chopsticks when taking food. Restaurants will have spoons and often forks if you need to ask for them. It's polite to receive and give everything with two hands. Giving sincere compliments, when appropriate, is appreciated, and it is good to receive such humbly. Be patient during discussion, as Chinese people take their time getting to the point of the matter. Try to abstain from interrupting or filling the silence during conversation. Don't draw similarities between China and Japan or other East Asian countries, as these have distinctly different societies and cultures. Avoid discussions on the political status of Taiwan or Tibet. Tipping is considered derogatory, as it is something a superior does to an inferior. When invited to someone's home, people are punctual. Always remove your shoes upon entering. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode on China. This was only the first half of this fascinating country. Next time, we'll learn about the culture, the food, places to travel in China, famous people, and many more interesting facts that you may never have known about. Please be sure to subscribe to Nations of the World podcast series so you won't miss my next episode, China Part Two. Gaining knowledge about other people and their culture is often the best way to understanding who they are and why they do things a certain way. 
This in turn can make us less fearful of differences and hopefully more accepting. Let's face it, we're all human and we all share the same world.